listening to the cannabis hangout two girls one bowl and a podcast that is breaking the stigma of marijuana my name is brandon and my name is saba we will be connecting with the community of cannabis enthusiasts by educating people sharing stories from medical marijuana patients and interviewing industry leaders while debunking cannabis myths so we invite you to come roll with us while we break break it all down. down Hey friends, thank you for tuning in to another episode today. This is a solo Sunday episode with yours truly, Brannon. While Saba is actually away in the Greenlands of Ireland, I thought I would catch y'all up on a little bit about me, the season of consumption I'm in, what brands and products I'm into, what hobbies look like for me, and to answer just some random questions as well and just switch it up. To get started though, I have a favorite quote by Sadhguru that I'd really like to share. Um, He wrote the book, A Yogi's Guide to Inner Engineering, and I really enjoyed that book. I was actually given that book by um, Alex, who is um, with Hermetic Flower Company, and that book was a great recommendation and totally opened my mind just to a lot of stuff, and I feel like help maybe answer some questions that I maybe had floating around in my head. But here's the quote. Every moment there are a million miracles happening around you. A flower blossoming, a bird tweeting, a bee humming, a raindrop falling, a snowflake wafting along the clear evening air. There's magic everywhere. If you learn how to live it, life is nothing short of a daily miracle. That, I just really love that quote. Um, But that book, if you haven't read it and you are interested in checking out a new book, I recommend that to you. So followed by wisdom is more wisdom, but with four freaky facts instead. Here are the four freaky facts. Animals that lay eggs don't have belly buttons, which is something I haven't really ever thought about. But so then you start thinking about that question animal or answer animals that lay eggs don't have belly buttons it's not really an answer I guess it's more of like a fact um, that I didn't know the next one is there's a basketball court above the supreme court it's known as the highest court in the land when I first read that I thought they not they google whoever I was like, really, that sounds like, you know, of all the land, the highest court in the land, like just sounds silly. So I did Google it and that was accurate. And it was a little piece of information I've never heard. So that's interesting. On to the next one. This, um, in quotations, horizontal refreshment was a 19th century slang term for sex. A horizontal refreshment. (laughs) Like... Just think about that horizontal refreshment. Would you like to have, would you like to have a horizontal refreshment? Like that's, I'm going to note it, going to use that. Um, the last one, Beethoven went out of his way to ensure his morning coffee was made with exactly six beans per cup. Not six, 60. <laughs> I want to make a lot of coffee. Um, yeah. So 
for all you coffee lovers who didn't know that fact about Beethoven. He had his morning coffee with exactly 60 beans per cup. So there are a few um, freaky facts that I thought maybe would just lighten your day. You learned something you didn't know. Um, So for the next part, I was just wanting to mess around with like answering questions, letting you guys maybe get to know me better. And I've never done just like a solo episode um, without interviewing other people or even having Saab here. So this is new for me. So, um, you know, the game called uh, We're Not Really Strangers. It comes in a red box and the game says, do you really know your best friend? How well do you know your mother, your sister or anyone else close to you? This is a perfect purpose-driven card game. Um, there are three carefully crafted levels that allow you to create meaningful connections with friends, family, a significant other, and even a complete stranger. So um, I'm just going to pull a few cards and just kind of be raw and real and honest and just answer them. So um, let's start with the, the first one. This is level one, and this is for p- perception is what it says gonna draw from the middle because I just literally bought this card game and let's see how many speeding tickets do you think I've gotten in my life (laughs) this is like laughable because it's so suiting to me because not that I've gotten a lot of speeding tickets in my life but I do drive like I mean it um pedal to the metal it's hard for me to go less than like 50 anywhere, 55. I just like to book it and get where I wanted to go. And I don't know. A lot of the time I feel like people are literally zombies driving on the road. And I can never wrap my mind around why people are moving so slow or just don't know how to drive. But so I just, you know, whiz in, whiz out and get where I need to be. Um, but I'm also very aware of my surroundings, except for, you know, maybe the few times in my life that I've gotten pulled over and got a speeding ticket. I would say it's maybe like three times in my life and I'm 31. So, um, there's that, that was the perception one. Let's go to the next one. So level two drawing from the middle, um, it's connection. This is a wild card. Um, okay. That is not that it's like has to involve other players. So I'm just going to put that one back. Go again. Okay. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? Oh, wow. What lesson took me the longest to unlearn? Oh man, that is a hard one. Um, because I feel like I'm, I'm always learning. I'm always growing and always, you know, looking on ways to like unlearn habits and whatnot. Um, but what lesson took me the longest to unlearn? Let's see here. Okay. I would have to say like doing what's best for Brandon, for myself, regardless of like whatever the situation is, whatever the vibe is, whatever the atmosphere is, whoever the person is, however close to me, you are, whatever relationship I'm in. Um, I just feel like, you know, that had, you know, took me a little while to be like, no, I'm actually going to do what's best for me because it is my, you know, my mental health, my well-being that really matters the most because 
you know, if that's messed up, then everything else is messed up in my life. So yeah, I feel like, um, that has taken me a while to learn, but also like, I feel like I confidently, um, step into that. Like I'm always like nowadays and like, I feel like the past few years, um, or maybe not years, maybe that's extreme for me to say. Um, but I feel like I'm always just doing what's best for me and trying to like, I don't know. I feel like putting emotions and feelings aside sometimes, no matter what it is, you just kind of have to come back to yourself and be like, you know what, let me ask myself this question. Is this serving me? Is this serving my highest good? And you know, whatever it is, whatever job you're in or stressful situation and you need like an immediate answer. I feel like that's something good to always ask yourself, you know, is this serving me? Is this person serving me? And is it bettering me? Is this adding value to me? Is this what's best for me? Uh, but yeah, so I feel like I would say that there's probably some more that I just can't think of off the top of my head right now, but there's that. And so then there's level three. Level three is reflection, pulling from the middle. Um, that is, it's a question for other people to answer. It says, what do you admire most about me? So obviously I'm not going to do that one just yet. Let's pull another reflection, a wild card. I'm only playing with myself here. So one more time. Wow. That's another wild card. Just, I guess I should be playing this with somebody. What do you think my defining characteristic is? That is also, I just, maybe the reflection is for someone else. What do you recommend I let go of, if anything? These are just kind of some questions. I don't know. A lot of these are deep thoughts of, I think I need someone else in front of me um, to say. Like, this is like, what do you think I fear the most? You know, I don't know. I guess I could answer those questions, but I think it's more fun if I was sitting in front of someone for the level three for the reflection and then I have someone, you know, who could reflect with me for that. So, yeah, I'm just going to roll with the level one perception and the level two connection. Um, this is actually a pretty cool game, like just whether if you're getting to know like just a nut, your partner, a friend or just a group of friends I'm going to hold on to this and bring it to the next place I go with people I love. Um, so anyways, with all of that said, um, thanks for listening to the fun little answering the games and stuff. Um, let's just take a minute, though, to express gratitude. Um, this is what makes good things go round and stay in alignment and keep flowing. And I know I'm grateful to have the opportunity to have this platform. I'm grateful for you who decided to hit that play button today and for the opportunity to connect with so many like-minded people over a healing plant. Like that always, always blows my mind. Like speaking of this game, we're not really strangers. Like talk about strangers like there's just been so many beautiful people that we've had the opportunity to talk with that have been complete strangers who really whenever we first started the podcast it was out of my house in my second bedroom and I didn't even we didn't even know these people and whenever we'd have them come over I would just like give them my address and they would show up knocking on my door and then we would just start the podcast so um 
I don't know. I, it's been, that's been cool. That's been cool to like, just that, when would that ever happen? You know, when would you ever just invite strangers like that into your home if it didn't make sense? But, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just grateful. And it's been cool to see like where we started and where we're at now. And, um, just exciting things that we want to grow towards and have goals for us for two, but without, everyone we've ever had on this podcast, like it would not be the same without the people and the community and the character and people sharing their stories and their passions and just really opening up their heart and being totally vulnerable with us and everyone listening. That is my favorite thing. When people like start breaking down a wall of some sort and then they just start like talking. Okay, let's pause for a minute and talk about Oklahoma's grassroots cannabis publication, Herbage Magazine. They are in over 500 dispensaries statewide, providing cannabis education and supporting and highlighting the local communities. For more information, visit HerbageMag.com. That's H-E-R-B-A-G-E-M-A-G.com. If you're ever in the Oklahoma City area, check out Chill Dispensary at 22 Northeast 10th Street. They're good people with hand-washed, single-source, live rosin, flour, pre-rolls, and other solventless products. So go show them some love and enjoy a chill experience. Now, back to the episode. Anyways, let's start with, let's say the season of consumption I'm in right now. Um... I'm definitely an everyday consumer and I prefer a nice and clean hash rosin and a good one-to-one edible. That's really what I've been jamming with lately. Um, Don't get it twisted though. I do love me some clean flour, but I'm just not a heavy flour smoker on my own unless I'm like ripping my bong that I stuffed or I'm surrounded by other people around me that like really love to blow down with their flower. And then I naturally just partake with them. But like at home by myself, like I'm really not like rolling up joints, smoking joints, smoking blunts or anything like that. So, um, yeah, I just, I guess I leave that to the people around me who love to indulge in the flower, but I've, I've really just been on a good hash rosin kick for a while. And not saying I don't like to smoke flour. It's just probably not like my top priority. Like if someone says, do you want to smoke this joint or would you take like to take a nice dab of some really clean, fresh pressed hash rosin? I would be like hash rosin all the way. So I've been jamming with rosin brands lately. I like um, Leaf Logic. I can never go wrong with LeafLogic's Bicket OG. It goes so hard and it is so stanky. I'm I'm all for like um, really good, dirty smell that's like feet, armpit, cheesy, funky, gassy. Like that is what I tend to lean towards more than like the lemon, hoppy, you know, that stuff. I like the the nasty stuff. Um, I've also been enjoying though um, Chill chill dispensary they have a garlic yaki anything garlic anything gmo i love um but i've definitely also been branching out to other brands too like mothership melts rain gardens the holy goat evoke um i like to try all different price points um yeah i'm i do like the jams here and there but I prefer like what the consistency of is of like 
a hash rosin batter. Like that is where it's at for me and what speaks to my soul. So um, there's so many good brands though that we have in Oklahoma that are hash makers and everyone everyone does it, you know, in a different, what, yes, similar way, but there's just some people who do it way better and you can tell and you tend to go towards those more. Um, but yeah, I've, it's, it's hard for me too, though, to like going to different States and buying, you know, their concentrates or going to a dispensary. It's just, you know, looking for a rosin. I, you have to, it's different. It's not your home state and with everyone, you know, so every time I like if it's Colorado or somewhere, I feel like it takes me forever or even like their selection is like really not a lot, you know, but anyways, um, the thing about any habit, but with Rawson for myself is that it can get expensive. I feel like that's sometimes just what I run into and I have to like you know, reel myself back a little bit and be like, you don't need like all of these grams at once to choose from, you know, I would like, that's always ideal though, to have like this stash and there's like five different ones and I can, you know, choose whatever, but you just have to be willing or ready to like invest up front because dabs can be anywhere from depends on how they're created. If they're BHO or what from like $12 to $65. So, um, I think, yeah, a lot of the time, yeah, I'm not going to go for some $12 dabs. But um, if that's for you, that is for you. But back to the rosin can get expensive. But like any habit, I feel like every time I turn around, I'm just like buying another gram. <laughs> so it's truly something to put in your budget as like a medical necessity. I definitely don't ball out, even though that is my hash dream someday to ball out and have just like a whole fridge of all of my favorite hash rosin. But as far as edibles go, for a while now, I've been jamming with the brand The Mindful Indulgence. Um, they also won Oklahoma March Madness, the edible category competition that was voted by patients here in Oklahoma. But I really loved their one-to-one dubs and their rosin collabs. They've done rosin collabs with um, Skunk in Oklahoma City and that's been the product the skunkies rosin gummies and then the terp serp as well and then we um the mindful indulgence also did fruit logic which was a collab with leaf logic and their concentrates with their rosin gummies so um if I'm really if I'm gonna eat an edible or just like ingest something liquid I definitely don't want it to be corn syrup or edibles made with food dyes like that trips me out when I look at a package an edible package and I like see it and it's like red dye whatever or like blue dye like I don't want the food dyes so that's kind of what I tend to look for when it comes to edibles and let's see well yeah so I feel like that takes care of my consumption and what I'm digging right now. So maybe let's flip the script and talk about hobbies. (laughs) So when it comes to hobbies, I feel like I immediately think of the outdoors because that's who I am. Even though I live in Oklahoma, I always miss the mountains and that's what I like to do. Find the mountains, go hike, go sit in a stream, go drink some beers, microdose with some mushroom gummies, watch my dog, just enjoy the mountains and frolic around and play in the water, sleep outside, hear like the rushing noise of the river I'm sleeping by and like 
how quiet it is like in the mountains during the day and just the way that feels and to be like completely surrounded by them and you're only like a little pixel in in all of it um but yeah I like to I like to camp I love I like to camp I like to eat good food when I camp that's really one of my favorite things to do while camping is like make sure that I'm eating good and because you look forward to the food when you camp you know like you really do when you're in nature and you're outside and you don't have you know cell phone service where you're at which there's been some crazy times in the mountains where like I'm so surprised and I have cell service and I'm like what I'm not supposed to have this I don't want to be on this but um yeah that's I love the mountains and just spending time absorbing nature that's that's where I feel like my deepest desires lie is to be embraced by nature surrounding me because after all, we are all a part of nature and we're all energy and we all exist and I just feel good whenever I'm in it. Like I whenever I feel like um out of alignment or just kind of off or whatever, I'm always like, oh my gosh, the mountains are calling my name. And I know that can say so that can sound so cliche like those shirts that say the mountains are calling, I must go. I'm literally like, yes, that's me. The mountains are calling and I have to go. So, um, yeah, I feel like I, I need to, for me personally, I feel like I have to jet off to the mountains at least once a year. Um, if I don't get that, it's something that that's not cool. It's not right. It's not good for me. And I'm all about like making it affordable to like, to camp is like one of the most frugal ways to do it. Um, and I know camping's not for everybody because Saba and I have camped so many times together in Colorado and her and I just really bond over it and we really enjoy it. We're like a good team while we camp. And I don't know, we've just, that's been like our once a year, we have to go to the mountains somewhere. We have to go camping. Um, we went last year to Wyoming, actually, to Jackson Hole in that area. We went for a wedding, but we got to camp while we were there, too. And that was unreal. But there's still so much to explore that I haven't explored yet. But other than being a mountain lover, um, I do enjoy, enjoy paddle boarding and being on the water. Um, some of the best water, though, is by the mountains. Um so yeah, but don't get me wrong. I'm an Oklahoma girl and I have been on all the lakes, been in the water. I don't care what you say about gross lake water, this or that. Like I grew up doing that. If you're a cannabis business, a grower, processor, or retailer in Oklahoma, and you're looking for help handling the unique financial challenges that you face in this industry, Yusuf Abbasi with Canna Tax and Accounting is ready for you. It's actually relieving to find someone who knows what you need and can make the process smooth for you. If you're feeling overwhelmed with all of the current and upcoming regulations, Yusuf is a great partner to help you achieve financial success in the cannabis industry. For further information, send an email over to Yusuf at Canatax.com. That's Y-U-S-U-F at K-A-N-N-A-T-A-X.com. Um, 
But yeah, I love paddleboarding. I love writing. And I actually get to do that for Herbage Magazine, which is a local grassroots magazine here in Oklahoma. And so that's been a pleasure for myself that I've got to do. Um, and I'm a lover of live music. Uh, I can just never hold it in when I want to move and groove. Like I love live music. I don't, that is one thing like at concerts, when I go to concerts, like I can't ever wrap my mind around like how people aren't moving or nodding their heads. And they're just like sitting there listening to like watching the performance. I'm like, what is wrong with your body? Like, don't you, you know, didn't you come to enjoy and like move a little bit? But I, I feel like I learned that, um, lesson quick, like being obviously the no, the nosebleeds are way cheaper up in the three hundreds of like wherever arena you're at, but it's not ideal for myself because I like to dance. I like to move. And like when you're in that small of a setting, like where your seat is, I feel like I'm going to like flip over the rails or like on top of the people, or I have like no room to groove. Um, but yeah, I love, I love live music, but I, I love tapping, like, and I enjoy tapping into my creativity and writing ideas down and brainstorming and bringing them to life. Like that's one of my favorite things is to put like a pencil. I don't really write with pencil much, but a pen to a paper and just let my mind go wild. Like I might have like one idea come from somewhere creatively and then I'm just like, oh, what could that be? Where could that go? And then I'm like, oh, and this could be a business. And then we could do this and then this and then that. And I just, I can't, I, you know, I have dreams. And when I think like that, I don't want to be like, eh, that can't happen. That's too much. I'm like, no, put it on paper, believe it, think it, write about it, put it. And then like, it'll come into fruition one way or the other. But um, yeah, I, I enjoy my family though too. I, I also really enjoy spending time with my niece and my nephews and I have sisters and my mom and dad and I'm grateful for um, the support that I have when it comes to family. I, I know everyone doesn't have, you know, family support or even anyone around them whose family, some people have no family living and I can only imagine that and um, I haven't been in that place or those shoes in my life and my heart goes out to you and sending you love if that is your situation. But family is such a blessing in one way or the other and I it, it does fill my cup. It Kids fill my cup because of the beautiful innocence that, you know, they provide and this like beautiful perspective and like reality check they continually give you. So, um, that's been, you know, a good way to like reflect and turn inward, <laughs> but also like really enjoy like that child, like, like your inner child comes out whenever you're surrounded by kids that make you feel good. But yeah, so really that's Brandon. That's me. That's who I am. And then some, um, I also wanted to mention that I'm working on a personal mini series of the podcast that has to do with all of the magical moments there is in microdosing. So keep your eyes peeled for what is to come there. Um, I'll let you guys know more info as I get it put together, but um, that'll be a fun, I'd like new little switch up and series for the cannabis hangout and 
for you guys to tune into and just learn something different and yeah, just a little different avenue. But if, um, what was I going with that? Yeah. So just keep your eyes peeled for that. I'm really excited about it. It's something that, you know, happened really fast as a creative thought, kind of like I was just saying, and then it, you know, all started spilling out on paper and then here, here I am with wanting to like bring it to you guys. So that'll be fun. Well, I hoped you enjoyed listening to me share a little bit of my heart with you and my passions. Um, thank you so much for just taking time to be here and stay until the end if you made it this far. And if you haven't already, we would be so grateful if you hit that subscribe button on the Cannabis Hangout podcast and give us a little rating and review us, whether you're on Spotify or Apple podcast, wherever you listen, it truly means a lot. helps us climb the ladder in one way or the other. Um, Much love to all of you and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode and do not ever forget to stay medicated. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at dopehistory.com.